This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does it look like to live into God's calling as an Asian American Christian? Stay tuned to learn more about learning our names, Asian American Christians on identity, relationships, and vocation. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, 2 Samuel, chapter 23, verses 8 through 39. 2 Samuel, chapter 23, beginning at verse 8. David's warriors. These are the names of David's warriors. Josheb, Basebeth, Atakamonite, was head of the officers. He killed 800 men with his spear in one battle. Next in command was Eliezer, son of Dodo, the son of Ahohi. He was one of the three warriors who were with David when they defiled the Philistines, who were assembled there for battle. When the men of Israel retreated, he stood his ground and fought the Philistines until his hand grew so tired that it seemed stuck to his sword. The Lord gave a great victory on that day. When the army returned to him, the only thing left to do was to plunder the corpses. Next in command was Shammah, son of Agi, the Hararite. When the Philistines assembled at Lehi, where there happened to be an area of a field that was full of lentils, the army retreated before the Philistines. But he made a stand in the middle of that area. He defended it and defeated the Philistines. The Lord gave them a great victory. At the time of the harvest, three of the thirty leaders went down to David at the cave of Adullam. A band of Philistines was camped in the valley of Rephaim. David was in the stronghold at the time, while the Philistine garrison was in Bethlehem. David was thirsty and said, How I wish someone would give me some water to drink from the cistern in Bethlehem near the gate. So the three elite warriors broke through the Philistine forces and drew some water from the cistern in Bethlehem near the gate. They carried it back to David, but he refused to drink it. He poured it out as a drink offering to the Lord and said, O Lord, I will not do this. It is equivalent to the blood of the men who risked their lives by going, so he refused to drink it. Such were the exploits of the three elite warriors. Abishai, son of Zeruiah, the brother of Joab, was head of the three. He killed 300 men with a spear and gained fame among the three. From the three, he was given honor 
and he became their officer, even though he was not one of the three. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, was a brave warrior from Kabzil, who performed great exploits. He struck down the two sons of Ariel of Moab. He also went down and killed a lion in a cistern on a snowy day. He also killed an impressive-looking Egyptian. The Egyptian wielded a spear, while Benaiah attacked him with a club. He grabbed the spear out of the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. Such were the exploits of Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, who gained fame among the three elite warriors. He received honor from the thirty warriors, though he was not one of the three elite warriors. David put him in charge of his bodyguard. Included with the thirty were the following, Asahel, the brother of Joab, Elhanan, son of Dodo from Bethlehem, Shammah, the Herodite, Elika, the Herodite, Helez, the Paltite, Ira, son of Ikesh, from Tekoa, Abiezer, the Anathothite, Mebunai, the Hushathite, Zalmon, the Ahohite, Maharai, the Netophathite, Chaled, son of Bana, the Netaphothite, Itai, son of Ribai, from Gibeah in Benjamin, Benaiah, the Pirathonite, Hidai, from the wadis of Gash, Abi Albon, the Arbathite, Asmavith, the Bahumite, Eliaba, the Shalbonite, the sons of Jashin, Jonathan, son of Shammah, the Hararite, Achaim, son of Sharar, the Hararite, Eliphelet, son of Ahasbai, the Makathite, Eliam, son of Ahithophel, the Gileonite, Ezrai, the Carmelite, Parai, the Arbite, Egal, son of Nathan, from Zobah, Benai, the Gadite, Zelech, the Ammonite, Naharai, the Birothite, the armor-bearer of Joab, son of Zuriah, Ira, the Ethrite, Gareb, the Ethrite, and Uriah, the Hittite. Altogether, there were thirty-seven. First Chronicles chapter 11, verses 20 through 47. Abishai, the brother of Joab, was head of the three elite warriors. He killed 300 men with his spear and gained fame along with the three elite warriors. From the three, he was given double honor, and he became their officer, even though he was not one of them. Benaiah, son of Jehoadai, was a brave warrior from Kabzil, who performed great exploits. He struck down the two sons of Ariel of Moab. He also went down and killed a lion inside a cistern on a snowy day. He even killed an Egyptian who was seven and a half feet tall. The Egyptian had a spear in his hand as big as the crossbeam of a weaver's loom. Benaiah attacked him with a club. He grabbed the spear out of the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. Such were the exploits of Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, who gained fame along with the three elite warriors. He received honor from the thirty warriors, though he was not one of the three elite warriors. David put him in charge of his bodyguard. The mighty warriors were Asahel, the brother of Joab, Elchanan, son of Dodo, from Bethlehem, Shamoth, the Hararite, Helez, the Pelonite, Ira, son of Ikesh, the Tekoite, Abiezer, the Anathothite, Sebekai, the Hashothite, Eli, the Ahohite, Marai, the Netophathite, Heled, son of Bana, the Netophathite, Itai, son of Rebai, from Gibeah, in Benjamite territory, Benaiah, the Parathonite, Horai, 
in the valleys of Gash, Abiel, the Arbathite, Asmavith, the Bahuramite, Eliaba, the Shalbonite, the sons of Hashem, the Gizonite, Jonathan, son of Shageh, the Hararite, Achiam, son of Sakar, the Hararite, Eliphal, son of Ur, Hefer, the Mekarathite, Ahijah, the Pelonite, Hezro, the Carmelite, Narai, son of Ezbai, Joel, the brother of Nathan, Mibhar, son of Agri, Zelek, the Ammonite, Naharai, the Berothite, the honor-bearer of Joab, son of Zerurai, Ira, the Ethrite, Gareb, the Ethrite, Uriah, the Hittite, Zabad, son of Akli, Adina, son of Shiza, the Reubenite, leader of the Reubenites and the thirty warriors with him, Hanan, son of Makkah, Joshaphat, the Mithnite, Uziah, the Ashtarite, Shama and Jeel, the sons of Hotham, the Ararite, Jediel, son of Shimri, and Joha his brother, the Tizite, Eliah the Mahavite, and Jeribai, and Josaviah, the sons of Elnam, and Ithma, the Mohabite, Eliel and Obed, and Jasiel, the Mezobite. New Testament reading. Matthew chapter 19, verses 1 through 12. Questions about divorce. Now when Jesus finished these sayings, he left Galilee and went to the region of Judea. Beyond the Jordan River, large crowds followed him and he healed them there. Then some Pharisees came to him in order to test him. They asked, is it lawful to divorce a wife for any cause? He answered, have you not read from the beginning the creator made the male and female and said, For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and will be united with his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. They said to him, Why then did Moses command us to give a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her? Jesus said to them, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because of your hard hearts, but from the beginning it was not this way. Now I say to you that whoever divorces his wife except for immorality and marries another commits adultery. The disciples said to him, If this is the case of a husband with a wife, it is better not to marry. He said to them, Not everyone can accept this statement, except those to whom it has been given. For there are some eunuchs who were that way from birth, and some who were made eunuchs by others, and some who became eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. The one who was able to accept this should accept it. Mark chapter 10, verses 1 through 12. Divorce. Then Jesus left that place and went to the region of Judea and beyond the Jordan River. Again, crowds gathered to him, and again, as was his custom, he taught them. Then some Pharisees came, and to test him they asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? He answered them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her. But Jesus said to them, He wrote this commandment for you because of your hard hearts. But from the beginning of creation, he made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. In the house, once again, the disciples asked him about this. 
So he told them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Covenant-keeping God, thank you for your word unto us, O God. Thank you, O God, for just the the details, O God, of how, you know, of of, of David, O God, taking up the mantle, O God, of the anointing of king and setting up, O God, his guard, O God, and staff, if you will, O Lord God. Um, thank you for that, for your word, O God, that the details that, O God, that transition. Lord, and thank you, O God, for your word in the New Testament, O Lord God, about divorce, which I would imagine is can be very triggering for those, O God, who have experienced divorce or who are currently going through divorce. God, I pray there are a myriad of reasons why people are brought to the point of divorce, O Lord God. And I just pray that your grace, your mercy, O God, would flow to them. Thank you, O God, that this is not a something where your your grace, O God, doesn't have a boundary around divorce, oh God, that your grace, oh God, meets every divorcee, oh Lord God, and every person impacted by divorce, oh Lord God. Would you be near? Would you comfort them? Lord, I pray, oh Lord God, that you, oh Lord God, would be the lifter of their heads, oh Lord God, and that you would cast, that you, that you would remove shame, oh God, far away from them, oh Lord God, and that they, oh God, would cling to you. Lord God, at this time, oh Lord God, we know that this is a, a hairy subject, oh God, within the church, oh God, in the ways, oh God, that it's been twisted and manipulated, oh God, to even cause harm, to, to keep people in marriages much longer, for somebody is being harmed, oh Lord God, or being there where they should be there much longer than, than necessary, oh Lord God. And so many abuses have taken place, Lord, I just pray that you would give wisdom that you would give strength, O oh Lord God, that your grace and your mercy, O oh God, would be near. God, I pray. I pray, O oh Lord God, that, that you would have your way, Lord, I pray, for those who have, who have not been married, O oh Lord God, and those who, or who maybe who have been married and are considering getting married again, would you help us to count the costs? Would you help us, O oh Lord God, to do so soberly and circumspectly, O oh Lord God, to know that this is not something to be taken lightly, O oh Lord God, and that you, Thank you, O oh God, for being and modeling, O oh Lord God, what it means, O oh God, to to sacrifice and lay down your life, O oh Lord God, for the church, O oh God. And we thank you that you sent Jesus to do that very thing, O oh God. We thank you that he is the bridegroom, O oh God, who laid down his life, O oh God, for the bride, the church, O oh Lord God. And I thank you that at the end, O oh God, on that glorious day, O oh Lord God, we, O oh Lord God, will be at the marriage feast, O oh God between Christ and the church. Thank you for that day. God, I pray that you would hasten that day. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Many Asian Americans know the pain of being called names that deny their humanity. Learning Our Names is a book written by a team of four Asian American university staff workers who are East Asian, Southeast Asian, and South Asian, and who share how God uses their unique ethnic identities and experiences for His divine purposes. The book is even endorsed by basketball star Jeremy Lin, who says that the book was so encouraging to him in exploring how his identity shapes his faith. 
Get your copy today at ivypress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code, the word at ivypress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Oh, so-